Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's, guest, uh, today's show, we have a very special guest. His name is Scott Warner, and he's actually been uh, RVing for the last year. And uh, he's able to do this because he has an amazing digital marketing agency focusing on Facebook ads. Um, so we're going to be talking about how you, um, as a potential or aspiring digital nomad, can maybe do something similar, you know, setting up your own digital marketing agency and then getting on the road. Um, so Scott, you have a very interesting background, you know, in the army, etc. <laughs> I would love to hear a little bit more if you want to share a little bit more of your backstory. Okay, so um, I spent 12 years in uh, U.S. Army uh, Special Military Special Operations. I was lucky enough uh, to get to deploy to Iraq and Afghanistan a few times, and um, in those times, there was a lot of skills that I learned and met am amazing people. But one of the things I took away with me was some of the thought process and around tactics and how we went about approaching uh, military operations. And so that is, is basically the fundamentals that I built the agency on. Um, obviously it's a totally different outcome that I'm looking for, but um, it's really neat just like overlaying what I learned there onto how do I find clients? How do I find, um, how do I find people on Facebook primarily for other, for my clients? And uh, it's kind of a, a unique um, way to do things from the from a marketing perspective. <laughs> it is unique indeed. So Scott, uh, I'm interested in your time in the army because you mentioned you went to uh, you know the Middle East area of Afghanistan. Yep. Um, when you're going there, like pretty much you're uh, working, you actually get to actually see the sites or have some days off or uh, <laughs> a bit, uh, do some adventures besides uh, you know uh, doing the army duties. So so I'll, I'll say this. Um, being where I was in special operations, I was really lucky to have be allotted a lot of freedom and flexibility. So some trips were very uh, military oriented, very mission focused. Uh, actually, it was always always mission focused. Um, some were much more what you think of the army, and then other trips um, I had the freedom to move around a lot more, and I did actually get to see some interesting sites. Um, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't go so far as to say it was tourism, but um, definitely out of the norm for for a few days. So uh, uh, how was the transition home? You always hear horror stories of people who struggle with uh, PTSD and transitioning and, you know, the after effects. Uh, yeah. If you want to share that side of the journey as well. So so for me, there was uh, the transitions. I mean, I, I got out of the Army in 2006. So it's it's been over ten years for me. So I've I've taken what you know I would have never when leaving the military I would have never thought hey I'm going to go be a Facebook guy right and um, so so uh, those those steps have happened incrementally and each time I've said yes to something new it kind of diverges my path a little bit and and I love where I'm at it you know I talk to some of my old mates and they're like what are you doing you're doing how do you, how did you get there and uh, but I, I'll tell you what, I'm having a great time. I travel. I have my family with me. I, you know, I don't have to commute every day, minus wherever we're flying to or driving in the RV or something like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's been an awesome transition. I, I think um, for, for me, it took a long time. I didn't have a lot of the issues guys do. Um, and, and so I, I, I have a pretty optimistic outlook on the world, and I figure I'm going to figure whatever's next out and uh, keep enjoying myself.
Well, just like your mates were asking you, uh, you know, how did you ask you the same thing? What made you uh, start that uh, digital marketing agency? Okay, that's a great question. So, um, when a few years after I left the military, I had been doing sort of what a lot of people do leaving the military is they end up in the contracting world where you're still going back and forth or training other people. And I, I ended up in that world and I was, I was basically out of the country for two months at a time, home for a month, two months. And really, um, it kind of wears on you after a few years. So my wife is a, was an employee of the department, the U S department of state. And she had an opportunity to go to an assignment in Turkey. So with that assignment, I couldn't do, um, the contract work anymore. So basically once we, and we made a decision like, yep, okay, that's good. Um, and once I got there, I started searching, like, what do I do now? And I ended up looking at online stuff because I need, knew I needed to be mobile. I knew we wanted to travel and I needed to be able to do it from anywhere. So I ended up building websites, AdSense websites, affiliate stuff, you know, some of the typical stuff people start with, uh, in the online marketing space. And over a couple of years, I just started running Facebook ads myself for my own products, my own sites. And I got really, really good at it. <laughs> and so as I've met people over the years, a few years into it, I, I met um, a, a friend, friend and mentor, uh, Kevin Kermis. He, he was like, hey, can you do this for me? You know, he needed some help with his ads. And, and that was basically what the, got the ball rolling. I was like, wow, people are going to pay me for this. This is cool. And, uh, and that's sort of, I do most of my work through referrals. So it just has kind of snowballed from there about two, two and a half years ago. He, that was my, he was my first client. And then here I am. <laughs> here you are indeed. So, um, walk us through, um, you know, what makes a good Facebook ad? Because I think that's an area that people struggle with hmm. either business owners, entrepreneurs, in major corporations. Um, it is not an easy, uh, fix, uh, but there probably yeah. are some tips in terms of how to do Facebook ads well? So for, for me, I look at two key components. One is who are you targeting? And two is what's the offer you're making? All right, so think of it this way. I can make you the best offer in the world, but if it's not something you're interested in, it doesn't matter, right? So, so this, and, and this isn't really diving down into what buttons to push or really specific, but really, really think about who you're selling to and so when you're creating the audience and doing the targeting piece, start, it's not just a matter of throwing it out there. Really think about who, who that person is you want to speak to and what they do besides, you know, what you want them to do, what your product is. What are the other things in their life? And really focus on that. And then in the offer, it's, the offer isn't about what you're offering. It's about the problem you solve and the outcome they seek. Right? So. Um, so for, you know, like, you know, businesses, for instance, when I'm, when I'm talking to businesses, I, it sort of doesn't matter that I run Facebook ads. What a business wants is more leads, more traffic, more revenue. So that's what I help deliver to them. If that, that's outcome versus what I actually do. And so yeah, think so of it that way. So you're focusing on, uh, you know, the offer and the audience. Um, what would you say about the other components, kind of the more practical steps of Facebook ad, like the, the headline, the picture, the little description? Uh, any tips there? Um, more specifically, I would say when you're writing the ad, come up with 
three or four different versions of each of those. And what I typically do is start with one set of copy on ads, and then um, I'll have multiple images and test the images first. And then once I find an image that's working, I'll test different types of copy, including the headline and the, the copy and the text, the, the body of it. And then, then I'll adjust from there. Once I find two or you know one or two what I consider winners, then I'll test off of that one. I'll, I'll you know, it would, typically I don't have, I test big movements, big shifts in the concept, right? You still have to keep the core offer, but like, it's not like this isn't, you know, people get wrapped up in the, is it the green button or the red button? But really it's like massive changes in the offer. And then, you know, hopefully one doesn't work at all, right? Cause now you know, and then you can come up with another change. It's not till you really fi fine tune what it all looks like that you can start looking at, well, what words am I using? Which, which are the better words and the, the small, uh, you know, should I, should I say, you know, tap here or click here, or do I say get it today or limited time? You know, you know what I mean? Like those things are, are fine tuning something that's already working versus like making a loser into a winner. So, uh, you know, we've covered a lot of the business side of what you do. Uh, I would love yep. to hear about travels. Uh, uh, you know, if you're just listening to us, if you uh, watch the video version, um, Scott's actually eating his RV. And <laughs> not because he's actually on the road right now. It's because of his kids. He has a four-year-old and a three-year-old. <laughs> he's escaped. And I can relate. I, yeah. I, I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, five and a one-year-old. And uh, half the time, they're bouncing on me on the interviews and all that. Luckily, they're actually just watching TV in another room, so I got, I got it, I got my, right. my, I got my freedom now. And so do you, Scott. <laughs> so uh, walk us through your art. Uh, you got the RV about a year ago. You've been traveling around. Uh, where have you been in the last year? So, so in the last year, we've we started in Maine last summer because this this is where family is. My wife's family is here in Maine. My family is in Massachusetts. So this this is where we started with the RV. Uh, we started from here and went. We did a complete almost a complete loop of the US, but we went from Maine all the way to California, Texas, and then back up. We didn't hit the north Northwest. Um, a few places that surprised us was, was Utah, and maybe for people from there, it's not surprising. But man, it was, it was amazing how many beautiful parks there are in Utah. And um, one of the really neat things, especially being in an RV in that area, it's one of the few places that we've been where the state actually has signs everywhere that say, this is your public land, please enjoy it. So being from New England it, here in the States, um, you know, like everything is very, you know, this is where you can park. You have to go into an RV park. There's no real free parking. Um, whereas once we hit, you know, west of the Mississippi, there's a lot of free public lands that the federal government owns that you can just park on, which our RV has solar, so we were able to park out for sometimes a week at a time and just uh, really enjoy it. Um, one of my favorite places was a place called Goblin State Park. I think it was in Utah because it's not one of the big ones. It's not like a Yosemite or a Yellowstone. You no, know, I'd never heard of it, but it's, a, it's an old salt flat from way back when there was oceans, you know. <laughs> I don't know my eras, but like millennia ago. And... Uh, and it's basically worn away. And so all the landforms look like little goblins, little monsters. And it was like a playground for me. I could just run around and play and jump on stuff. And, and there's no, there's no, a lot, very few restrictions on what you can do there. So I, I, that was kind of a hidden gem for me. 
So uh, I would love to hear the flip side. Uh, you know, RV uh -huh. has its challenges and struggles. Uh, yeah. uh, what did you find was the most challenging part? Uh, obviously, with the kids, that alone is challenging, no matter where you are, whether, yeah. it's, yeah. whether it's in a house, a plane, a car, a bus, or RV. Um, but yeah, tell us about some of the struggles too, Scott. So, so two key, two key areas on the struggles: running a business while trying to drive, you know, three hours every few days with the kids and no office can be challenging. That's a, that's a big one. I think um, some days my office was absolutely beautiful, sitting on a cliff somewhere. I have a little desk and a chair and that works. And, and I, I have a Wi-Fi puck so that I can go mostly anywhere. Um, other days, you know, if you happen to hit a couple days of rain where you're in, in the RV and the kids are running around and you've got projects due for clients, like a lot of those days I just, I'd head out somewhere. Um, usually there's a Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or like some type of, even McDonald's is great because they have Wi-Fi now. I'll just go sit in one of those, buy a coffee and, and sit down and uh, work. I, I've, there was a couple days where there was one or two days where we were parked in one of the most beautiful places up in the mountains, free camping. Um, I couldn't get Wi-Fi on my puck. So I had to drive about 40 miles one way to pull over on the side of the road on this busy highway to do the work. And you know what? That's, that's fine. That, that sacrifice there like allows me to not have to commute most other days. So not that big of a deal, but that was one of the hardest ones. Um, so g getting stuff done is challenging. Growing the company is probably the biggest challenge just because of time compression. And when you're moving and you still want time for your, you know, hiking and all that. Um, the other piece was part of our um, our philosophy anyways is to be debt free that allows us to travel and and you know we don't have to be you know multimillionaires or win the lottery to do it so so in that when we bought our RV we bought a 1985 Winnebago and it's uh, if anybody's a spaceballs fan it's the same one from the movie except without the wings and <laughs> yeah so that's our RV um, and, and with that, though, the, the RVs, it, now it has 130,000 miles on it. So there's been some breakdowns. We end up on the side of the road. Um, that can be pretty frustrating <laughs> when I'm out on the side of the highway wrenching something. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff can get wear on you when it happens too often. My wife actually likes it because she writes a blog. Um, and the best, our most popular posts are when something goes wrong. So, so... So from that aspect, it was, you know, it actually wasn't that bad. But anyway. Um, you mentioned your wife has a blog. Well, yep. What is the blog that she's writing about your travels about? It's, it's called theamateurs.com. And it's a, the T-H-E-A-M-A-T-O-R-S.com. Amateur is the Latin root for amateurs. Got it. But don't go to am, theamateurs.com. Totally different stuff. Okay. Just a warning. <laughs> Don't misspell it. <laughs> okay. Good advice. <laughs> so, Scott, uh, you know, uh, tell us about your vision going forward. You build up a successful digital marketing agency, mm -hmm. specializing in, um, you know, Facebook ads. You have these two young kids, the four and the two-year-old, and then now yep. you're just amazing when you're adventure. Uh, what does the future hold? Pull out the crystal ball and let us know. So, right now, we are stationary. We're going to be stationary for about three to four months. That gives us some time to really focus on the company. My, with my daughter being four, I, you know, normally she would be going, looking at going to school next year. So my wife's going to be homeschooling. Um, so, so this is our time to 
be a little bit stable and start creating a, a schedule, not, I won't call it a rigid schedule, but kind of conceptually, like how do our days go? And so we can get the homeschool starting a little bit, a lot of work on the business side. And then come late, you know, late this year or probably January, we're taking off again. We're planning on traveling to South America. So um, we're, uh, we're kind of getting ourselves set and then off again to travel. We're planning on slow traveling the world rather than <laughs> as much fun as the RV life was. Like moving every couple of days was painful. So we want to find um, some places where we can just stay for three to six months at a shot and kind of get to know the cultures and the locals and uh, still run the business and day-to-day -day life. Sounds good, Scott. So uh, if people wanted to connect with you, maybe hire you for some Facebook ads or get some uh, advice or tips about digital marketing, yep. ask you about your army army journey, <laughs> you know, about your travels and RV, how can I do that? Yep. So I have two places. My website is exfilproject.com, E-X-F-I-L, and then project.com. Or, um, you know, scott at exfilproject.com. You can just email me. Uh, so you said you have two places? Yeah, did it, did it freeze up? So either email me at scott at xfilproject.com or just go to the website, xfilproject.com. And then the, I also have a Facebook group that I'm building about Facebook ads where I, I try to help people kind of go in and help people out. And it's just uh, Facebook groups, and it's called Ad Science. It's the ad, Facebook ad. Ad yeah. Science. Okay. It's the, the name of it is the Facebook Advertiser Community. Got it. Uh, what does Xfil mean, by, by the way? Uh, it, from, from a military, it means it's a short for exfiltration. So to get out of an area, typically an area you don't want to be in. And so for me, you know, philosophically, when I was building my company, I was like, Hey, I, I don't want to be kind of normal and what we're doing. I want to travel and run a company and do all the stuff that people say you can't do. And so exfil is, uh, kind of my idea of leaving that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, I haven't heard that term. So here I am in Medellin, Colombia. I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada. So yeah. I basically exfiltrated myself from Vancouver to here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And I'm sure that a lot of people listening and watching who are still in their hometown and wanting the life that you have built up, the life that yep. I built up, and the life that so many of our guests have built up. Um, any, any advice you would give to that person who's watching and listening now who maybe is still in their home, feeling depressed and down, and wants to leave, but just don't know where to start. Yeah, um, start start planning it today. Pick a couple places you want to go, and ac actually calculate how much it costs. Right? Because some people think this is a you know a lottery win, and it's really not. It doesn't not even close. And then um, the less debt you can have, zero is better. Uh, the more free you are. So I I would say if somebody starts planning and working towards debt free or you know how to cover their debt then that's that's kind of the first few steps awesome great tips there Scott uh, so thanks again for your time today uh, from live from inside your RV yeah 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 thanks Ricky appreciate it it's good talking yeah, you're very welcome and uh, I'll have those links below uh, for the people who are watching and listening if you're watching this they'll be on the YouTube right at the YouTube description and if you're listening to this they'll be on our show notes uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of digital Zone nomad mastery the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. 
And as Scott said, he has active Facebook group. Uh, you know, uh, if you're interested in Facebook ads, the science and the art of Facebook advertising, make sure you uh, join that one. And also, we have an active and engaged Facebook community, too. It's called Digital Nomad Mastery Community. A lot of our guests are in that group as well, so you can connect with the fellow, uh, you know, digital nomads. Or if you just are thinking about uh, becoming nomadic, you know, ask some questions, and uh, the people who are in the group will be happy to help out. Mm -hmm. So thanks again, Scott, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thanks, Ricky. Take care. And th thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Happy travels, and uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, that helps us out a lot, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.